welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Matthew 5, verses 31 and 32. This is, in my opinion, one of the least talked about passages in the Gospels, just because it's a difficult passage. It has to do with divorce. Before we go to that, thanks for listening to our devotion commemorating 9-11. If you haven't heard that yet, you can go back and listen to it. It's the podcast right before this one. Also want to point you to our CC podcast conversations. That's a different podcast than this one. You can get it the same place you got this podcast you're listening to, or you can go to christiancrusaders.org and listen to it. We have uploaded several new interviews, several new conversations with some great folks, and I just want to remind you that those are there. So go check out CC podcast conversations, our sister podcast, or go to our website, christiancrusaders.org to get all of that content for free. So we need to remind ourselves before we get into this text that Jesus is just really upping the bar. Remember, you've heard it said that if you murder somebody, you'll be liable for judgment. But Jesus says anybody who's been angry or harbored hate has already been guilty. You've heard it said that if you commit adultery, you'll be liable to judgment. But everyone who has lusted after a woman in his heart has already committed adultery with her. So Jesus is taking the status quo standard and he's kind of obliterating it and he's really raising the bar. And really what he's trying to show people is that everybody is guilty, even the scribes and the Pharisees who supposedly have high level of righteousness, obedience to God. Everyone is guilty of breaking God's law. And this is going to be evident on this two-verse passage on divorce. And it's going to make people uncomfortable. But it's in Scripture and we can't shy away from it. Here's what he says, verses 31 and 32. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. So back in the day, uh, if you were going to have a divorce, Jewish custom was that if you just give your wife a certificate of divorce, then she's free to go marry any other man. It was pretty casual. Divorce was pretty widespread. Really, not unlike today. Divorce is very widespread today. And Jesus says that doesn't capture the purpose of marriage. Purpose of marriage was to be between one man and one woman for life. And we're getting too casual with divorce in the first century. So Jesus comes here and uses this as an example of where the bar needs to be raised. So you've heard it said that if you divorce your wife, give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife, except on the ground of sexual immorality, makes her commit adultery. So, What's sexual immorality? Well, I mean, you can probably figure it out. There are a few different things that fit in that category. Adultery, fornication, prostitution, incest. These are all forms of sexual immorality. And Jesus is saying that you are morally prohibited from divorcing your wife unless she has committed sexual immorality against you. Uh, By the way, sexual intercourse outside the bounds of marriage is prohibited in the Christian faith and in the Jewish faith. And that's another message that seems to be failed to be taught these days. I remember talking with some young people who were living together. They weren't married and obviously engaged in sex, and they were claiming to be Christian. And it's almost like this message hasn't been taught to young people because they were just totally open about that with me. Like they had no idea that this is something they shouldn't be doing. And so um, we need to be clearer with our kids about what God's standard is, and not because God wants to take away fun from us or squish us or make us conform to his archaic 
make rules that are no fun. Actually, the reason those boundaries are in place is because God's design for sex inside the bounds of marriage is really the most abundant way for that to be lived out. And God wants us to live life and live it to the full, live it abundantly. And in regarding sex, that's reserved for a relationship between a man and a woman in marriage. The Bible's clear about that. We need to be unashamed about teaching that. So this is saying you can't divorce your wife unless she's committed sexual immorality. Actually, in the first te- in the first century, women weren't treated very well. And so this is actually a protection to women because you'd have these guys just go, ah, I'm going to divorce this woman and move on to the next one. Here's your t- certificate take a walk. And that would really put a woman at risk because she didn't have someone providing for her. She'd get a bad reputation, etc., etc. So Jesus is saying, no, you're not going to be frivolous with marriage. You're not going to be frivolous with divorce. The only way you can divorce someone morally is if they've committed sexual immorality against you. And if you divorce her for any other reason, you cause her to commit adultery. And then check this clause out. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Now, we need to be real clear about one thing. This divorced woman isn't just every divorced woman. He's referring to anybody who marries a divorced woman who was not divorced for the right reason. So if you marry a divorced woman who was divorced for reasons other than sexual immorality, then you're committing adultery and this woman is committing adultery. This is a serious thing. And it's what Jesus says. And friends, I understand. I I understand. Believe me thinking of people who might be listening to this right now. I'm going, man, I hate to be the guy saying this, that they have to hear it. But this is what the Bible says, and we can't dodge it. Now, here's the good news in all this. This whole passage, as I said, the Sermon on the Mount, is laying people open and exposed to the reality of their sin. Every one of us is guilty. None is righteous. And we need to, in moments like these, be thankful. Don't be frivolous about it. Don't try to exercise cheap grace, but be thankful that God has provided Jesus Christ, who lived perfectly, never sinned one time, died on the cross, paying the penalty for sin, rising from the grave, defeating sin, death, and the power of the devil. So anybody who puts their faith and trust in Christ can be forgiven and set free. This is not a moral code that somehow God expects you in your own strength to live out and thereby earn your salvation. That's impossible. That's the whole point. But he does expect you to take serious evaluation of your shortcoming and look to Jesus Christ, who's the one who will forgive you and provide the righteousness that you can't earn yourself. You can have that provided for you through faith. That's the gospel message. Praise the Lord for the gospel. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners— First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.